and the reflection uh, finished elite I had a business trip last week somehow I don't care for reflection there's a lot that's obviously you know you can't I see this now very clearly <laughs> just some things you can say to yourself that it's very hard to just say and make sense to other people like the conversations you have with yourself in your head you, context you know they have context my context my narrative my idea of me whatever my, the idea of me is you know the idea that I lost when I passed out doing hot yoga <laughs> that completely broke that idea of who I was and then it reconstructed right in front of me and I'm like what the fuck I feel like at this point in my life I'm very it's easy for me to detach in a healthy way from things you know even even I've been meditating again because I've been doing the breathing exercises and I've been doing that as a substitute for the meditation and you know if you do a 20 minute breathing exercise in a day uh, breathing deeply and and whatnot and then holding your breath uh, meditation becomes harder to do because you know you you're taking those 20 minutes a day from meditation but I I don't know I'm seeing that less as like that now and um, I've, I've gotten back into meditating again it's just a nice feeling to get back into but I, like today I remembered you know while I was meditating I got this like nice feeling of of peace and and solidity without needing to move that type of type of feeling I started supplementing zinc by the way I started taking zinc uh, let's say pills every day and I feel like that made a very big difference for my let's say lack of focus because like it's weird I'm gonna be taking it a bit more and seeing how it affects me but I think like it's something that I've really needed for a long time anyhow I had that feeling like of peace and whatnot and it's so easy to attach to that too but today I was just like even that feeling, you know, take a step back from that too and try to see it and, and see all of it. Because it, as it is here right now, it's it might go, it's probably going to go and it's going to be replaced by anxiety, by fear, by beauty, by excitement, a million things. But this is why taking a step back too shows you a truest, a truer type of calm and peace, which I enjoy. No, I, I really respect myself for being able to do it at this stage, you know, without feeling the attachment of of even feeling obligated to be anything. While I even say this, you know, I don't want to be a guru. I don't want to tell people how to live their lives. I don't want any of that stuff. You know, I see, <clears throat> I see all of these brilliant people talking and reaching millions of people and they're doing what they do that's awesome but I, I and I, I've thought that for a long time I wanted that too you know one of the reasons I started the podcast one of the reasons was that I I wanted people to listen you know, I want the world to listen and the world will listen but I don't know I don't want to be above people in any sense I just want to be absolutely true you know and it's it's a weird thing to I'm glad I see it very clearly now uh, I do love speaking in front of a crowd and I'm really good at that and it's something I feel like I should be doing more often and it would grow my network in a way other people can't grow their network you know it's like I, I do have that presence I think <clears throat> and even if I don't just because I think that I would have that presence because <clears throat> I'd be thoughtful about putting awareness into making it that way you know and 
yeah otherwise i've just been trying to finally get my courses up i filmed courses in august and september one for communication and one for learning and finally i got uh, starting you know editing them and organizing them and trying to upload them but it does just take a lot of manual time to get that thing up and i branded them through this acrylic type of art uh, it's a nice way to brand them i think and it's it's very much me i'm going to create another logo for the podcast which i'm really looking forward to i've um i've i want to create i've mentioned this before but i want to create a transformation type of idea within my instagram where i show pictures of how i transform how logos of the podcast transformed how the places i lived transformed how the places i slept transformed how the people in my life transformed how maybe i look like uh, i don't think so but uh generally like i want i want to visualize transformation and i want to articulate transformation too through through my writing people changing things moving um i think that's a transformation and being able to create a, another layer of that transformation that that that's interesting right that says more to us than just static being because sure we're static in one sense where we have a continuous nature of what it is us or idea of a soul maybe our dna um within with like the seed that's growing within everything uh, that's also growing and and everything is growing next to each other and it's insane but uh even though that thing is static how it moves is not static which is funny but anyhow i've i'm feeling very good with where i'm at i'm stretching a lot um i started calisthenics on friday but then we have this virus thing that i talked about so i uh, i have to like I feel like I'm getting strong in a nice way because I've had this nerve at the like my lower back a bit left right above my left butt cheek uh next to the spine I have this like stinging feeling it's not painful but it stings that stretches from that point down like on that same angle of the spine so about like inner <laughs> butt cheek inner thigh and then to my knee but all from behind so that when i stretch i feel that nerve from my lower back to my knee and i think that's being caused by you know my me kicking and kickboxing uh, my left kick is is becoming better i'm extending my foot a bit more it used to reach like the the person's thigh for example now i can reach his his ribs somewhat so so there's that uh, but i don't know what other reasons there could be like i'm you're you're grappling with people and you're wrestling and you have to put your legs in weird positions so it might as well be that but i feel like it's been it's been happening for like uh, i don't know like four weeks now it used to hurt a lot now now it's, it's not pain but stinging but like today i had this sense of like i woke up i didn't check my phone to like 5 p.m today so I woke up, I, I stretched, I meditated, I cleaned the house and then I sat down and I showered and I meditated again. And then I did some work for my company and then I started doing my own things, which was so amazing because I usually leave the work till the end of the day. You know, I keep procrastinating till forever and I keep on postponing things that I should be thinking about now, thinking that I can think about them later. But that doesn't make sense. And now, considering thoughts, I've been writing my dreams down 
almost every day when I wake up. Sometimes I, I can see them more in detail. Sometimes I forget some things. Sometimes it's just more than one dream. Sometimes some dreams remind me of other dreams. And I'm writing all of them down. I'm not writing them as detailed as I would like to. Maybe I have something here that I can read. Um, one second. Here. So this was on the 11th of March. I just wrote bus, comma, trip, comma, my mom, comma, a shop, comma, her friends. Guzman friends. Because I was thinking about Elite and one of the main characters is called Guzman. And I really like him. So I think I he, he was in my dream uh, with friends. Uh, hopeful to something good. Rock fountain. A beautiful gray. A blue stream. Red and blue. Blue and green. Okay, this one is one of the least detailed dreams I've I've written. They're usually a bit more detailed, but I think I remember the bus trip. I, I was in a bus and we were going somewhere and Guzman was with me. And uh, we were, like I saw through the window. But then we reached somewhere and my mom was in a shop and her friends were there. But generally the dream felt hopeful and, and like it felt like it was leading to something good. And then the rock fountain stuff, I don't really remember. But still, like, I'm remembering more and more of my dreams. Um, they're weirder and weirder now that I started this uh, new job. It's, it's been feeling like my dreams have been structuring themselves differently, which is also interesting. And I feel more calm about, about the job and about myself. Um, it's nice to know that I can plan what I can do with my money, for example, seeing things that I can buy that make things better for me. Um, so I'm gonna, like, I don't have a chair in my room. Like, I have a chair for my desk, but like a layback chair where I can sit there for hours doing stuff. I had one back in Hamburg when I was writing my book, but I let that one go. So I'm gonna get another one because I just need a plate and I need to be able to sit down somewhere and do something on, while sitting, like changing positions for me is really important when I'm doing something. I can't stay in one position forever and yeah otherwise i think it's interesting how i'm thinking about writing my characters in, in the book um how the smoke dances because uh you know when you're building like especially the main character i'm building an ideal you know an ideal of how someone thinks how i think a lot of the time and um I'm sort of living to that ideal. Whatever whatever I, I, I say on this podcast, whatever I decide to write, whatever, it's like my ego is progressing in relation to the things that I'm attempting to create. And that for me is just like, whoa. <laughs> I decide to write a book and then I base my transformation on the book because that's all I can think about trying to create. And then it just filters out what, what I do see and what I don't. Because I'm trying to be aware of so many things that I can add in a book. So I'm trying to be very present in moments so that I can remember them and write them later in a way that fits within a solid narrative, right? So that for me is interesting. Uh, I got a bonk. I don't know if I mentioned that. It's a double filter, eight cylinder bonk. So like there's two levels. So the smoke enters and it goes through eight cylinders and each cylinder has two holes. So the smoke leaves from 16 different holes into water and then goes up 
but then it enters the same type of filter with eight cylinders with two holes each and then goes up again through the water and then you smoke it so the smoke is filtered twice and it's uh, cooled down by the, by the time you enter it i haven't smoked tobacco like almost for two months and i've just been smoking very tiny amounts of weed with the bong so that i just get a nice clear high that doesn't confuse you you know it doesn't it doesn't fuck you up it doesn't anything um like when i first got the bong i took a very strong hit and i almost couldn't see anymore everything was very blurry of course thinking while while on that is nice i recorded myself uh just after i smoked for a while so i might be uploading that actually most definitely i just have to remember and yeah i think i'll do a cleanup i think like a part of me really wants to do a cleanup but maybe just not now like i want to pull out a lot of the audio that i recorded a lot of the pictures that i took i want to organize these things so that i have them for later in a nice way music i need to clean my music somehow Uh, i've been disorganized with that um Peso de las manos, peso de los ojos. Ay, no me puedo levantar. Watched Elite. What a fucking good show. Uh, very, very well done. It's drama, man. It's like uh, high class students in school. But it's in Spanish and it's, I love how they talk. I love how the transitions and the scenes happen. I love the characters and how they change and their relationships. I love the mystery, the drama, the, the injustice, the justice, the karma. What goes around really, really does come around in the show. And it's just fucking insane how everything happens. Um, Really, like when I find myself high, something that happens is is not even when I'm high, like just when I'm like cooking or talking to myself, I remember something a character did that was like very transformational. And then like I analyze it in a way that impresses me personally. I don't know what it is in our heads that let us be impressed by something that we think or say, but uh, I analyze this person, like how they went through what they went through and how they felt and, and the other people in it. And I'm like, damn. And I really enjoy how I do that. And that's something I'm not capturing too well uh, in the podcast, but it's, it's fine. I'd, I'd rather capture it uh, with my writing or, or just experience it myself, which is going to be translated through everything that I do in one way or another. Which is interesting. I was thinking about yesterday how whatever I do create is a product of my entire being. You know, everything that I've been through, everything that I am. Everything that I would create would just be me continuing in another form somewhere else that can continue continuing, right? Um, so yeah, that that's the idea. Um, and I think just me being me as a byproduct of me, a book is going to happen. <laughs> I don't think there's more to it than that. You know, this is why I don't have to like convince myself or explain to myself why this needs to happen or it's just like it's gonna happen because <laughs> this is me um as a byproduct of me that's gonna pop out so i re- definitely recommend elite uh 
I think it's a brilliant show. Characters, I feel like I want to be their friends in real life. Uh, it's great for my Spanish and all of that. Another thing is my brother. I was on a business trip the other day and I I, I had this like very nice walk actually because it was... Uh, we arrived there on a Monday and <clears throat> I got to the hotel and put my things and I was just tired a bit, sat in the hotel bed after a four hour drive. And I love I love long rides because you got to relax without feeling like, because you're already going somewhere, you know? You don't have to try to go somewhere, you're already going somewhere and you can relax while you're going there. So, <clears throat> I really like that explanation, like, because really, I really do like long rides. I was sitting in the in the car and I, I passed out and I haven't seen the sun in ages but at some point the sun shone th- sh- sh- shone shined shined through uh, and hit hit me you know and I was asleep but I could feel the sun on my skin and my my coworker was driving he's a great guy he was just like playing music in the background I was just like in bliss for those like 20 minutes that I was asleep I haven't felt that in a very long time Really, I'm, I miss, like, these peaceful moments, you know, where you're just in tune with, with nature and you're just relaxed and moving in a way that you, that's uh, balanced. I don't know. <clears throat> Anyhow, I, I got to the hotel. I just put my shit. It was like six. Sun was still out somehow. Weather wasn't too bad. So I just wore, like, a normal jacket and I got out. I didn't want to go out because, you know, my my nerve between my my lower back and my leg hurts so like walking was difficult my knee hurt so that that was fucking difficult my right knee with every like step that i took that went upward it stung so i was going up a street that was a tiny slope and it hurt like a bitch i had to walk it backwards so we went to castle which is a very like remote city in germany and very small but there's this castle park where it's just so spacious like i went there and there was like the small it wasn't castle but it was the small let's say mansion and behind it the garden was just like this fucking field that's spread out and stretched out and by the end of it you had statues and it was just fucking gorgeous so i'm glad that i i a part of me was like yeah let's watch a series and and stay in the hotel room but I, I actually went on my laptop and I put a series that I wanted to watch, but the internet did work when I came back, but at that time it didn't, which I'm thankful for because I was then like, you know what, I'm alive, let's be alive. And I left, even though everything hurt, and even though I wanted to relax. And I didn't bring a microphone with me, I didn't anything. I just walked by myself the way it's meant to be. And I enjoyed breathing, I enjoyed breathing in nature, enjoyed breathing in greenery and space and quiet and then just talking to myself the way I know I need to talk to myself and I did that and the thought of recording it like came to my head but then you know I, I, I remembered you know and I I understood you know this isn't the time to be recording this is a time for me to really reflect the way I need to reflect the way that I can only reflect with myself and I just walked very slowly even I didn't try to walk quickly and I talked to myself and I I don't even remember what the fuck I talked about, but it definitely stayed with me in one way or another. 
I have like I feel more in control and I have more willpower and I, I appreciate and respect that about myself and then I look up at the sky and turned out that oh shit it's a full moon <laughs> it was a full moon when I was reflecting and then I, I looked at it, it was gorgeous and I looked at it for a good while and it was really really nice And it felt that that moment lasted forever. That small connection between me and the moon. So big, so pure, so beautiful up there watching. So aware somehow. An eye that sees all. With just enough light. To see itself. Please try. balance as much as i love the sun i love the moon and i need more of both <clears throat> and then i walked to this like chinese place those places that serve food like very quickly and i got like this duck with noodles and it was so badly done so stale and bad and i thought to myself like sure i was hungry but did I really have to eat that? You know, and I've felt that more than once. Like, do I really have to eat something just because I'm hungry, even if it's technically bad for me? Isn't it just better if I let my body stay empty and let itself clean itself out without having to waste so much energy to digest food that's even worse for it? Like, seriously. Like, what if I just went home and relaxed? But no, I went to the supermarket and I got candy and I got into my hotel bed and I ate a lot of candy and I watched a, 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 an anime about volleyball that's called Haikyuu. And it's also absolutely fucking amazing. Really well done. If you've never wanted to be a volleyball player, you'd want to after watching watching it. So And I wanted that, you know, I wanted to eat candy and be childish and whatnot, and I wanted to enjoy it. I wanted to enjoy it, you know, but I, I, I enjoyed it a little bit, but then I couldn't enjoy it anymore, which is a pain, you know, because I remember as a kid, I used to absolutely love, you know, getting a lot of cake and a glass of milk and just like eating chocolate cake with milk and, and watching scrubs, you know, or watching like something for, for six, seven hours straight and pass out and wake up and keep watching it and, and keep eating cake like i i had those days back home and like I, those days were very dear to me <laughs> i really liked doing that um to be able to consume mindlessly like that while just absorbing something but then it goes back to the idea of consumption you know like why consume things you don't need to just because you think you have to consume so I miss I miss that I can do that, but it was very clear to me at the hotel room then that I shouldn't do that. It's it, uh, what made me happy then isn't what makes me happy now, and this isn't gonna make me happy now, you know. And that's just that's just what the truth was for me. And now me puedo levantar. I like putting a song on repeat and doing something. So I put this song on repeat. It's called Hoy no me puede levantar. It means today I can't get up <laughs> out of bed, basically. 
I put it on and it has this like, like really nice tune, clean the house. It's really nice. I had a very good day today. Very good day. And talked to my dad, I talked to my mom. I relaxed, I stretched, I read, I played, I almost everything actually. And when I meditated this morning, I had one thought. And it was a thought of completion. If I wanted my day to be anything, I wanted it to be a complete day. And that feels pretty complete to me. It feels like that's what it needs to be. Um, I also did the breathing exercise two minutes ago. But yeah, to go back to, to that, you know, I, I ate the candy... I watched the anime and then I was watching this reality TV show called Love is Blind, which is fucking retarded, you know, but it's, the idea is nice. They got like, I don't know, maybe 40 women and 40 guys. I don't know how they, you know, filtered them out to enter this type of experiment or competition. They called it an experiment, but it's just a reality TV show where the 40 guys are on one side of, of the house let's say and the girls are on the other side and they have pods in between like rooms that are opposite each other where the guy enters from one side the woman enters from the other side and they have a wall between them where they don't see each other but they can hear each other and they have couches so they're comfortable so they sit down and talk without seeing each other and if they fall in love they get married right so out of the 40 people, you had maybe six couples that ended up proposing to each other and, and, and getting engaged. And then like once you get engaged, that's when you see the other person. So imagine that type of concept and imagine Americans in that context and imagine the drama that they create for no reason. Uh, like there, there's a couple of couples that it worked out and they were smart about how they did things and they communicated right but others it was just like a catastrophe insecurities uh, the type of bubble that you create for yourself when you fall in love and get engaged within the span of three days this was happening over like four or five days four or five days of, of invisible dating before you get engaged uh, but the dates were like four or five hours long anyways so I think that's actually enough time you know, if you talk to someone for uh, 30 hours and, and you really get deep, 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 deep into the most important things and you get to the soul core of who you are, then yeah, you know, I can see that that might work out. And it did work out for a certain couple. But the rest were just insecure people trying their best to, to cover up their insecurities by gaining something outside of themselves that they don't need or shouldn't deserve like this 34 year old that ended up getting engaged to a 24 year old just because she didn't want to be alone and the guy that she wanted to be with who was like 28 who married someone else uh, was actually honest with her and he told her you know I, I do like you a lot but I do I do feel something for more than one woman here he was like this type of player who thinks he can connect but really can't just sad but uh, I see like yeah you see different love types and you see like maybe this love type is a bit like me and in this scenario okay but like maybe sometimes I'm like that like I actually looked at it a bit like that you know which is interesting but um, yeah so she ended up getting engaged to this 24 year old but she didn't 
ended up end up going like of course it was obvious you weren't into him you know he's he was just like he used to say things like because like i'm almost 24 in like three months and this guy was saying things like yeah i know who i am and i know what i'm worth and i like he's he's very serious about knowing how his character is or who he is but you were so blind to seeing this entire time that this woman that's 10 years older than you and has an iq of a fucking nut or a squirrel looking for a nut and running away from a dog at the same time she <laughs> um never mind it's like she was just stupid and and self-sabotaging in so many ways uh childish even to be 34 and be like that is somehow sad but then again she owned up to it at, at the end and, and she apologized to everyone um but yeah how this guy thinks he knows himself and, and was so blind to something that was so in front of him no don't convince yourself you know yourself man just chill <laughs> you don't know shit no one knows shit just relax and don't convince yourself you're in love when you're not just because you told someone about yourself and they accepted it for what it was uh yeah there's a there's something to learn for everyone and that you know but then again it's a lot of drama and a lot of you know they want content and they want to create a drama around it so they prolong things that don't need to be prolonged i mean production wise producers producing content for people to watch it's just they dumb it down even more and create a context that sometimes is like some things have been said off camera that they didn't show that the people that like the engaged couples were saying you know we didn't know how this would be portrayed to people because at the end of the day the narrative was refined by these people so that was also an interesting thing so i'm glad i got up i glad i'm glad i went on that walk trying to be cleaner now we have a board in our house a whiteboard and me and my roommates are, are trying to do no fab for the next month so every day we're putting an x uh on a square and it's been like what uh eight eight days now and just like because i i like I, I like me and him aren't even doubting that we're gonna finish the month because like the type of uh accountability that we have for each other is just like that the second we both decided that we we're gonna do it i think we both really knew that that it's something that was gonna that was gonna happen uh, so yeah i'm just gonna finish that month and like next month i think i'm just gonna do a, like cleanse be like for one month i'm just not gonna eat trash <laughs> i'm just gonna try to eat healthy food and, and not eat uh, sweets and candies and stuff like that because like at the end of the day i do feel a bit weird about you know this is weird to admit but my left testicle reacts to these things <laughs> like when i eat candy my left testicle feels like dude you only have one testicle left you know you shouldn't be doing this to yourself um i remember like directly after i did my operation i only had the testicle left anytime i felt stressed or felt bad it would shiver i could feel my anxiousness in my testicle but it's like it's like i've thought this before it's a thought that entered my head is how like i have a part of me that's missing and it's always missing and no one sees no one sees that it's missing uh, the other day my boss made a joke about people with cancer and um i i froze not because i have any attachment to the fact that i had cancer but because he didn't know and i 
I was surprised all of a sudden that I remembered that it happened to me and I don't know if I should mention it or I shouldn't. Uh, it was just like, it hit me weirdly. And I started, like once he made that joke, I started acting weird around him. <laughs> just like for like three seconds. But I think he is intuitive enough to see that it, it got to me in a weird way. And that I tried to act cool about it afterwards. He got me two books, which is funny. One of them is called Nathan the Wise and the other one is... Um, let me check. Der Besuch der alten Dame, which means the visit of the old lady. So he ordered both of them for me. Nathan the Wise is called Nathan the the Weise in German, but he didn't get it to me. He didn't get it for me in German because he thought it was it would be too complicated. But the English one just wasn't cool because the way the book is written is like a series of conversations written as a poem. And the poems um, in English don't rhyme. So it's just not enjoyable to read. But I ordered the book. He ordered it for me in English, which came in this like blue cover that just feels nice to even touch. I love it. I like how this book feels. But sadly, I'm not enjoying reading it in English. So I ordered it in German and I got it today. And I read a bit of it and it's interesting because it's it does rhyme and I do understand a lot of it. And if I don't understand anything, I have the English version right next to me, which is really smart. Because I do want to improve my German in, in a weird way. And the Besuch der Alten Damen, he ordered it for me too. In German, but it turned out that he ordered a, an, a, a companion book in English for the book in German. So... It's 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 like a guide in English on how to understand the book, the plot, the grammar, stuff like that. So I went ahead and ordered the German actual book and I already have the companion book. So now I, I get to read the book while knowing the context from the companion book and knowing the grammar rules or the characters or like anything I don't understand, I can understand from the companion book. So I think that for me, like these two books are on the list. And I got Pimp. It's a book Dave Chappelle suggested in one of his comedies of how modern capitalism basically works through the eyes of a pimp back in the 80s or 70s or 60s who used to have a lot of prostitutes basically selling their bodies and giving him most of the money and how he would make them feel bad and feel like indebted to him for selling their bodies to other other men and how he manipulated them and he it says he he wrote it you know the guy who was the pimp wrote it so he's called something ice it's on my bed right now in a red cover that i think is really nice yeah i think i'll put i'll put like another instagram story thing with books that i've been reading um yeah I clearly see that I am nothing. I'm doing my best to be everything. I want to read a lot and I want to grow a lot. But I'm just, I'm also really okay. Uh, I feel good. I feel like I'm, I'm at peace. Um, just looking forward to the next three months and how this virus thing uh, escalates or it doesn't. Uh, no one knows. Anything uh, can go wrong at any moment, but I do feel a sense of urgency, definitely.
like I can do something about the suffering everyone is going through, you know? Like my idea of the world needs to propagate itself into other people's minds somehow. Um, through, like there's no better way that, uh, than to have someone sit down and actively absorb your thoughts with so much attention because it's shaped in a narrative that can be related to. Because it's all about relevancy. It's all about something being relevant. And that's what a narrative does. It has those links back and forth from beginning to end and end to beginning and throughout that creates those that type of relevancy. So, yeah, my brother... So, yeah, 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 I was saying I was walking in the middle of the night in Castle with the full moon. I messaged my brother and I was like, dude... Three days before I messaged him, he asked me to give him an update. And he seemed like very cute while sending it. Uh, he doesn't do that often, you know, sending a cute voice message asking for an update. Actually, never. Um, and I didn't feel like telling him anything because every time I tell him anything, it's usually I'm hit back with, with uh, his opinion, you know. <laughs> and uh, most of the time, it's it's an opinion that shakes what i am or what i'm thinking which is usually sometimes things i believe um no like usually i'm I'm really good like i do something that i believe in but he just has to tell me that it was wrong but i don't think it was wrong like down negotiating myself at the job at the beginning it just felt right so i did it uh maybe it wasn't security maybe it's not but then i talked to my boss about it because it was something that was bothering me and he's like, no, you shouldn't talk about it. I'm like, no, why? I want to be able to fucking talk about this shit with the people that I see fucking every day for eight hours or nine hours. Uh, like, what the fuck? And he just kept on telling me it's an insecurity and it's an insecurity. It's an in- Like, you're my insecurity, dude. Nothing else. All my life, I've been trying to get you to like me and I haven't ever felt like I've been able to do that. And that's one of the main reasons that I feel like I need to make other people like me and you haven't helped with that at all and it's not my fault you don't know how to express your emotions properly it's not my fault that you deny people's emotions with your rationality it's not my fault any of that so i i sent him a voice note and i just mentioned because i missed him and i love him and i was like yo i don't have the need to (sighs) i didn't i sent it i remember saying something like i don't feel the need that I, i need to tell you anything but, you know, how how are you doing? What's up? I miss you. And then he sent me... I'll read it out because fuck it. I, I haven't listened to it then, so I might as well listen to it now, right? I'll share with you guys. Because I have an idea of what I said, but it's probably nothing like what I think I said. Yeah. Wait... I think I'm doing good. I don't feel the need to say everything that's going on. I'll get you your watch. Looking forward to seeing you, man. Okay, and like now I'm 
<laughs> presetting I'm not presetting at all. Uh, I don't see anything wrong with my voice note. It's it's in there's it's mostly in Arabic if you haven't noticed. I just told him, yeah, I feel like I'm doing good at the job. I just don't feel like I I need to really tell you a lot about it. But uh, I miss you. I'll get you your watch back. Uh, looking forward to seeing you. I miss you, man. I miss you. And I kind of did it in that type of way, and then he really went hard. And then I told him I miss him more, and then he's like, dude, you're so fucking annoying. And I'm like, bro, you have issues. He's like, I'm asking you for updates, and you say I don't feel the need to. What the fuck are you trying to provide, you dumb fuck? He's probably saying, prove. Useless, insecure little bitch, go fuck yourself. Just pray that you never need anything from me again. And if you don't start paying me back after me, I'm gonna come fuck you. So I saw that I was in the hotel room after my walk and I was like super zen and relaxed. And I saw that like what type of reaction dictates. I tell you I miss you. I'm doing good, but I don't feel like I need to tell you literally everything that's happening with me. And you send you send me something. You send me you tell me that I'm so fucking annoying after I tell you I love you. And I just tell you, dude, you have issues. <laughs> Yeah, that like dude you have issues is probably like what really got him but then like telling me like I'm a useless and secure little bitch so I saw that and I was like man like I wonder what he's going through that's really intense like how, how would anyone react like that and at the time when I saw it I laughed and I'm like I hope he's doing okay but then I went back at home the next day I was at work and then I saw that you know I, I told him like after 45 minutes of him sending me this, I, you know, reflected and I was like, no, I shouldn't ignore him. He's my brother. So I wrote him, you're my brother, full stop. I love and respect you, full stop. I'll reply back when I can, full stop. And then he says, then why are you being a fucking child? And I'm like, man, you know, why do you have to say hurtful things? To your brother like he's the only person that can give me shit about paying for my education because he's the one that paid for my education but if I was in his position I don't think I'd ever say that to my brother you know uh, he threatened me more, more more than once about the fact that he he gave me cash like he's he's he has the kindest soul he's the nicest person I look up to him a lot but he's he's sometimes very emotionally insensitive uh, which is just sad But hey, shit like this happens. I sat down and I wrote. I just felt very natural for me to write. I pulled out an Evernote. And I just started writing. Dear Musa. And then I wrote like 3000 words. Just about how I feel about him. Things that I'd like to say to him. And it wasn't the cleanest. <laughs> it was very aggressive at some points but also like I don't feel aggressive writing it just felt very freeing for me to write it felt like I was finally breathing it really did feel like I was finally breathing like I finally saw my relationship to him for what it was and 
I thought about sending that to him, but it doesn't make any sense. So I'd rather just send him a short message telling him that. I would never say something like that to you. And that's it. That's my reflection for now. Maybe calling him would have been a better choice, but uh, it's too late now. Sending him a 3000 letter that's just full of my own emotions isn't the right thing. And just explaining to him that I don't want to have to justify, I don't want to have to anything. He'll still always be my big bro. Yeah.